Hello, beautiful people. We are back with part two of discuss discussing domestic violence with our very own guest, Miss Evelyn Hemphill, who is a domestic violence overcomer and advocate. Uh, so we're going to just jump back into the conversation. If you all were listening to part one, it has been so enlightening, so informational. And so we're just going to pick up where we left off. So once again, if you all could just welcome Miss Evelyn back to the studio. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So where we left off was discussing the uh, restraining order, how you were denied, and then the safety plan. And we actually have a, a special guest that came in with her uh, for this portion of this segment. And this is Miss Sherry Cribb. Miss Sherry, welcome. Thank you so much for having me in the studio today and sharing with this podcast with Miss Evelyn Hemp Hill today. Absolutely. Could you share our some information about yourself and why you're here today? Yeah, so I am here supporting um, Evelyn Hemp Hill on her journey of domestic violence and charting a path for her to lay it out on how things occurred and what didn't happen for her. I met her through a uh, domestic violence event. Um, I can Came through another uh, domestic violence overcomer and I myself is a domestic violence overcomer and we uh, met at that event and we just got together we hit it off we exchanged uh, communications and we have um, started to impact communities uh, bringing this domestic violence awareness on a more heightened level uh, she has joined uh, Catapult Outreach which is a nonprofit organization 501c three that caters to women and children's uh, providing safety exit plans uh, individual counseling legal advocacy mm. uh, whatever type of wraparound service those that are in between that transition from that domestic violence home life um, we provide a temporary living for about a week and we uh, make sure that the victims have resources that are available uh, Evelyn is as advisor to the board with catapult outreach um, she was mentioning some signs you know um, that she experienced and I just wanted to add to that list mm. uh, for me um, it was excessive jealousy mm. uh, constant checking in and making you check in with him or her uh, attempts to isolate you from friends and families yeah. um, is too serious about the relationship too quickly mm -hmm. um, does not take responsibility for their own actions mm. uh, believes stereotypical gender roles uh, for males and females yeah. and refuses to let you in the relationship um, these were some of my early uh, warning signs and I experienced domestic violence as a teen mm -hmm. um, I was 15 years old yeah. and so I would say that you know if you notice these signs in your relationship to trust your intention yeah. trust your intu intuition, intuition yeah. yeah because that was something at a young age that I was seeing but yet I overlooked it because of what I was getting. Yeah. Um, but we we understand that. 
at Catapult Outreach and we offer a strategy of getting out. We we say, you know, is it time to exit? We empower the victim. Mm-hmm. Um, even if they want to remain in the home, we're still a outlet for them. We yeah. have a crisis hotline. You know, we always let them know, you know, if, if they're not able to get in contact with anyone, mm-hmm. we always say, you know, contact the domestic violence uh, hotline mm-hmm. that one 800 799 Because even while we're doing this podcast now, there may have been someone that heard Evelyn's story yeah. and they're right now contemplating. Yeah. And so I want to just come in in that supportive role to say, you know, you can break that cycle. Yeah, absolutely. Right? absolutely. Today is the day. Yeah. I often say today is a good day <laughs> to exit. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that phone number is 24-7? Yes. Okay. Yes, please, if you can, if you can get to a phone, if you can borrow a phone, um, whether you can call 800-799-7233 or text uh, 88788, the word start, and they will send you a link um, to reach out to you. Um, Being the nosy person that I am, I actually called this phone number just to see what would happen. Um, So I called this phone number and at first it said that there was going to be a wait. And I was like, there's no way they're going to make me wait on a crisis line. But it actually was not a wait. She answered. I don't even think I was on the phone more than a minute. Honestly, I think it was probably 30 seconds that I heard music, if that. And somebody came on the phone and asked, are you in a safe area to talk? And I was like, wow. And I said, thank you for answering. I just wanted to know how long it was going to take to get a response. And I told her, thank you. I appreciate you. And I was able to end the call. So they are absolutely there. This was not during the day. I waited. It had to have been like 11, 1130 at night um, because I wanted to see, are they serious about what they claim they're going to do? Um, this phone line is actually 24-7 and it is with over 200 plus languages. So it does not matter if you do not know English, they can get to you, they can communicate with you um, by any means necessary. When you said the signs um, initially, Ms. Sherry, I wanted to go back to the last statement you said. Um, I think it was- your intuition. Before that, you said something about um, your last sign. It was something about making uh, they didn't want to make you feel a part of the relationship. Refusing to let you in the relationship. Okay. Refusing to let you in in what respect? What did you mean by that? So for my cycle, I kept going, leaving, and coming back. Mm. And he prayed on my heart screen because I am a servant. I'm a, I love hard and I want to stay committed and loyal. That's still part of who I am. Yeah. And so when I would do that, he would come and he would say, he's going to take his life. Yeah. He would say, you know, if you don't come with me, you know, I'll do some things. He was always making it into some dramatic statement and he would cry, get down on his knees. He would just carry on. Yeah. And I would be like, oh my God. And I didn't want the kids to see it because we had two churches together mm. and I would cave. Yeah. And that kept happening over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's refusing to let the relationship in. And even to this day, this is 22 years ago. He still says that he owns me. Wow. So in a domestic violence, there the the 
the perpetrator usually believe that they have some type of possession mm. of that one that they are abusing. Hey, y'all, she is not single. Okay. So this is like, what? I, uh, yeah. Wow. And the contact is always trying to contact you in some respect. Not now. Not now. Yeah. <laughs> My husband's not having that. I know that's right. <laughs> shout out to her husband. Too. Yeah, shout out Michael Crib. <laughs> yes, sir, Mr. Crib, okay. we appreciate you. <laughs> but yes, up until the point where I had to relocate um, several times, where I knew that he wouldn't find out where I was. Yeah, because it was just impossible for me to end a relationship. So I was a runner. I would take off with with the kids in my pack bag, and I would exit. And yeah. that's why my story includes with Catapult Outreach. Get your bags and let's go yeah. i will come and get you yeah um because that's how detrimental it is i mean lives can be lost the longer that they stay and Absolutely. so my story was i got out and i relocated and yeah. my relocation was in a shelter a mm. domestic violence shelter mm. and so that's what we are in the works with the catapult outreach creating that residential uh, transitional home in Chester, South Carolina. Awesome. We're just waiting for the funding so they can have that. But in the um, interim of those fundings becoming available, we do have that one week segue where we will actually uh, help that woman if she have children that week and then we'll make sure that she is driven to wherever we set her up with a one of our partners okay and how can they how can they contact catapult outreach oh yeah they can contact us uh just call in our number 803-792-9020 um they can call or they can text also they can go on our website we have the quick exit you know if someone is trying to track what they were doing on their computer our site is set up for a quick exit mm -hmm. um, but we do have a contact form on there where they can contact us and that is www.catapultoutreach.org <laughs> All right, catapultoutreach.org. You heard it here. Uh, for those who may be um, not sure, can they call if they're not sure if oh, they're absolutely. in an abusive relationship? Okay. Yes. Um, Evelyn Hemphill is one of our advocates, and I'm an advocate, and we have other volunteers that man that line. So if they just want to talk, because the majority of the people that I talk to personally, they're still in it. Yeah. So I'm just basically advocating because we are not here to tell them what to do. Right. As Evelyn spoke earlier, it is a hard situation yeah. due to the finances, due to our children, due to what's going on in there that we have been threatened mm. with what our lives uh if i could briefly back up here in regards to the protective orders you know i never got one i didn't try to get one mm -hmm. but they basically would say ma'am you need to leave the property property versus taking him away for the abuse that i experienced right. so it was kind of like those common law i was in south carolina as well Understood. and um they was like this was common law marriage stuff and mm -hmm. y'all need to work this out mm -hmm. um but for the protective orders uh with the work that i've been doing with catapult outreach i came across a, a victim that did the protective order mm -hmm. But the person, the abuser, kicked in the door and brutally beat her. And so protective wow. order is not, is not always the solution. Yeah. It's there, but yeah. it's not always the solution. The solution is to exit yeah. the home. Yeah. 
but we do have ones that stay in and we don't tell them you know they have to tell us yeah if they want to leave and what do they want to do and provide those resources yeah I appreciate that because sometimes you can tell them they need to leave you can uh, especially as family friends you can say you need to leave Um, and sometimes they try to force you to leave but what is the purpose of going through all of that if their heart is still with him and they're like no I gotta go back their heart is still with her and it's like no I gotta go back so yes we we can't force you to do anything until you have made the decision that yes it's time for me to go because we don't want you to come we get you out and then you just go right back may I interject for a second sure there's there are a lot of psychological games Mm -hmm. that are played Mm -hmm. during times like this so Mm -hmm. that person that that's being abused may not be thinking clearly yeah yeah that plays a huge part in it yeah because your emotions are being played with and you just can't think clearly sometimes in a situation like that and it happens um more often than we than we think even if the relationship isn't abusive we still don't think clearly sometimes whether the relationship is um toxic right it could be toxic but not um physically abusive it could be toxic and may not be um uh emotionally abusive but we still don't get along well and we still argue a lot so we don't need to be together but depending on how it started out you have hope right you have that um that glimpse of potential that you feel like we could work, he'll get better, he'll change, she'll change. And so we try to stick it out so that um, we know for sure if we walk away, it's because nothing has changed and we know it for sure. We've we've tried all possibilities, we've exhausted everything and nothing is happening at this point. So um, I, I want you all listening to know that I have in front of me two women who do not look like anything they've been through um and i applaud you both um for taking the reins and to seeking better for yourselves um that's not something easy to do um unfortunately many lives have been lost um in this fight to get out of a domestic violent uh relationship and so thank god you're here and we celebrate you um as far as the safety plan, I wanted to know, was there anything else you wanted to add as far as what that looks like? So kind of, I, I can only tell based on what I know work for me. Mm-hmm. And that's what I funnel through with Catapult Outreach. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, leaving the abuser can be dangerous, right? Mm-hmm. But you have to, they have to consider taking precautions. Yeah. So we provide a safety plan and it actually is customized based on each situation because we can't give a blanket one. Yeah. We have to cater it based on what we're hearing and how we need to advocate for them based on what they're providing to us. Yeah. So there's not like a written out plan because it's literally based on what information and insight they're providing. Okay. Um, I can say an example. Okay. Um, I was on the phone with a, a victim where the abuser were chasing her down the street. Hmm. And so I said, hey, look, this right in the moment. 
So like that, I didn't have time to get a piece of paper no. or a book or a pamphlet. <laughs> no, not at all. You know, so I said, look, tell me what's around you. And she began to tell me there's a store up ahead. I said, run faster to get to the store and go in and call 911. Yeah. She said, my lip is busted. I said, call the ambulance in 911 so all the emergency officials can arrive on the scene. She says, what am I going to do when he gets to the store? Don't mind him. Just focus on letting them know what occurred make sure you get your thoughts together and just stay inside the store yeah so that was on the spot so there's not a written out plan yeah. but the plan comes as we are listening yeah. uh, another example a victim within a domestic violence home that is married married right now where it is more of a comfort so what do I do when I know that he's in a bad mood? Mm. Why don't you get on the phone with your friend? You know, talk with your friend so someone can be there with you. And, you know, it's going to be someone that both of you know. Yeah. And so that was would alleviate the anger. Mm. Um, and that has worked for this particular uh, victim. Yeah. So it kind of is customizable on what I would do. But we know we they contact us you know and we do provide the hotline you know because we do have the 24-hour line but we're a small you know nonprofit organization so yeah. we want to make sure they get through to who is necessary but i always say have an emergency bag packed mm, uh, at near, near the closet or somewhere where he's not gonna look or she's not gonna look um, for them to always be able to be able to leave. And we know we got all types of uh, Uber drivers, you know, whatever is necessary yeah. where you can exit where if if it's getting that intense and you're not able to minimize what the attacker is doing, at least you can grab that bag and you can grab your kid or you can grab your children's or even call a family member to go back and pick up the kids. Yeah. If, you know, yeah, they yeah. have They're that possible, type of relationship yeah. Yeah. and make sure that within that you, they have their personal papers, their documents, you know, their ID and so forth, money and whatever is needed mm -hmm. so that when they do leave, they'll be able to um, get on their feet. Yeah. Um, Evelyn spoke of this earlier to make sure that they have some money of their own finances. Uh, one of the victims have asked me, OK, I don't work. So how do I supposed to get finances? Where do you like to go shopping for groceries? You know, take some of that money back. Yeah. You buy your groceries, but keep some back for you, yeah. you know, as often as you get those funds. Yeah. So those are some that I have, you know, that I always give. Yeah those type of strategies and safety plans yeah that's awesome and the nonprofit. um kudos to everyone who is uh on the job and there to help even in the midst of um someone experiencing being chased down um i'm sure that is not easy work so God bless these guardian angels here on earth that are uh, ready to take your call again that is catapult Outreach. Outreach. And what was the website again? www.catapultoutreach.org. Thank you for that. That is a nonprofit organization based here in South Carolina. Um, please do. And North Carolina. And North Carolina. Are you branching out even more? 
if the Lord says so, yes. I know that's right. He said we'll do greater exploits. I know that's right. And amen. So it's South Carolina and North Carolina. You can reach out if you forget the signs that we've we've talked about. If you don't think you have a strategy, if you don't know how to formulate a strategy, if you feel like uh, family, they're not believing in you and you don't have anyone to turn to, you have these phone numbers, you have these websites, text messages to send uh, just to talk to someone and see to make sure like, I think this is what's going on. I'm not sure, but I also want to feel safe. They are here waiting for you to call, to reach out. You are not alone. You have people who are ready and willing to do whatever they can to get you to a safe location so that you too can be an overcomer. Um, So I pray that you all reach out. Uh, The resources are there. All it takes is a decision for you to make for you to know that this is not what you desire for yourself. You have to know that you are valued. You have to know that uh, you are worth more than rubies. You have to know that um, you are supposed to be treated well. And so um, if these things are not happening, then we want you to start to examine yourself, start to examine the relationship that you're in and ask yourself those questions. Do I feel safe? Do I feel loved? Do I feel respected? Do I feel heard? And if you cannot answer yes to all of those, then I would say you need to talk to someone. So again, reach out. They are waiting for your phone call. Uh, Before we end this podcast, I just want to make sure Ms. Evelyn Hemphill, did you want to add anything to your final statements before we close out? I don't. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Miss Sherry Cribb. Yes, I would like to add <laughs> that Evelyn Hemphill has written her story she of has. domestic violence through her upcoming release mm-hmm. on the anthology project mm-hmm. uh, with Toolage Publishing. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's one of the contributing authors, but the significance of it is she is telling her story. So you want to get this book. Yeah, it's, it's coming and you want to hear what she has to say because it's nothing but signs wonders and miracles isn't that right Evelyn that's correct <laughs> yes it is she was holding back on us y'all <laughs> I would like to give a shout out to the other contributing authors Sherry T. Cribb Sharon Johnson Sharnay Prophet Davida Robinson and Nadia Daniel give me your shout out yes signs wonders and miracles congratulations on this book uh when will it be out we don't have an exact release date but it's coming it's coming like one month away all right we don't have a date that's all we need to know it's on the way it sounds like it's going to be amazing um i also will Obviously, I have two authors sitting in front of me. So we're going to talk about your book and then we're going to talk about the book that is not ready yet, but we're going to get to it in about a month or so. So let's let's just bring the spotlight back on (laughs) Miss Sherry really quickly. What's the name of the book that you wrote previously? So 
So Toolish Publishing is a um, publishing company mm-hmm. that was birthed out of me penning my first book. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this segment that we're talking with today, um, I did write my own domestic violence story in a Coley, my lover, part two, deeply rooted, um, that was published through Toolish Publishing Company. And mm-hmm. it tells all the dirty, low down nasty disturbing <laughs> story of domestic yes. violence that I'm I haven't got to where Evelyn at to just keep telling it and telling it yeah but it's in the book yeah and she has put hers in the book and that is that's what's in this book this science wonders and miracle book her domestic violence story is in the book in that book okay and Tulich Publishing you know we are on all social media outlets you know check us out Tulich Publishing the website is www.tulichpublishing.com amen so one other thing I want to say now this this book here is free to all of victims overcomers and survivors they do not pay for this story because this story that I have penned in this book it doesn't use um, the real life uh, names it's fictional names to protect the people and their identities Okay, but it tells a story that every victim every survivor every overcomer will come out of their shell Mm -hmm. and let not their voice be muted yeah. as our slogan at Tulich Publishing is you can't mute me so it's right. time for them to rise up yes. and lift up their voice and let everybody know my abuser didn't keep me down and I got something to say I know that's right I love it so what was the name of this particular book again Akoli My Lover Part 2 Deeply Rooted and if they wanted a copy of that book they are on sale now on Tulich Publishing website. Okay. And also, you can pre-order okay. Anthology Project, Signs, Wonders, and Miracle with contributing author Evelyn Hemphill. Mm-hmm. She has her own link. Her book is on sale now. Uh, what is it? 50% off. So the wow. regular price is $25. It's 50% off. $12.50 right now on okay. Tulich Publishing Bookstore. All right. Mm-hmm. To all of my readers, bookworms, those who need um, something to support you, or if it's a book that you can give to someone who you know is an overcomer, um, these are beautiful gifts to give out. Mother's Day is around the corner. Um, even if it's not for Mother's Day, uh, just because, right? We need to get into giving just because just because gifts anyway. So you have these two beautiful books to um, indulge in. Go to the website, support, even if you don't have anyone to give it to, um, at least you yourself can know the signs and be prepared when someone comes to you looking for um, help, looking for assistance. You will be educated. We don't talk about this enough, but we have the signs and um information here for you. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead. Yes, I just want to add that all proceeds that are from the Akoli, my lover, they go towards Catapult Outreach so mm-hmm. they can get the book for free, but also when they purchase it, those proceeds funnel into Catapult Outreach to reach uh, people and help them provide that one week stay wow. that I was mentioning earlier. A whole week. Mm-hmm. Okay. So those, for those of you that are listening that are philanthropists, For those of you who are listening that are saying to yourself, how can I help? I haven't been in this predicament, but I want to help. Um, I have been in this predicament and I want to give back to the women who are trying to give out, um, to get out. This is how you can help. 
catapultoutreach.com. Order the book. It helps. It helps. It helps. Please, everyone, reach out. Uh, let's drive the sales up and out. Okay. Let's make them sell out. So these are ways you can help um, give back to your community. I know we're always looking for uh, shelters or we're looking for donations to um, give socks and jackets and whatever else. This is another avenue of giving. Uh, and so we want to look out in that respect for one another. Um, were there any closing remarks you wanted to say, Ms. Sherry? I just want to thank you guys for having me on here with Evelyn Hemphill. It was a pleasure just serving and chatting it up with you guys. Yeah. And I just want to thank you. And, and I can't say, yeah, <laughs> it's great. Thank yes, you. it has been a beautiful conversation. I have learned so much. I thank you both for taking time out of your busy schedules because they are busy. Okay. They are busy. Um, but we thank you for coming through, for uh, sitting with us. I know it's not easy to recap um, hard times, right? Um, but we thank you for being vulnerable. Thank you for sharing your story. Um, and we are grateful that you both have flourished. Um, you are making an impact. You are letting your voices be heard. And with that, um, I'm Mel. Just bring you what... Um, I feel is important to the black community. As you've heard, both of my guests were teenagers when this was going on. Uh, so please mind your teenagers business. Okay. Especially these men that are not their age, trying to be in a relationship with them. Please, please, please pay attention. Um, I thank you all for listening. I thank you all for tuning in. I thank you all for sharing. Continue to follow us as we follow Christ. This is Just My Thoughts with Mel and be better, do better. I'll see you on the next episode.